Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are listening to this farmer's market radio across the globe. This is We Radio Online Studio. And on this episode, I am Dr. Wemting, and I will be taking you on the price mechanism of the commodity food sector. Don't go away, please. Just hang on there and be part of this program. If you want to make your own contribution, please dial the number 070-4438-9317. And if you're listening out there and you are beyond the borders, please use plus 234-7044-38. 9317. Price mechanism in the commodity sector. See the concept of demand and supply is very, very fundamental. And that is the only way, whether you call yourself a food a producer, a farmer, a processor, a food merchant, a market woman or man, or whatever. As long as you are within the entire block value chain of food production from the ground after tilling or after looking after the stock, livestock, entomology, whatever, till it gets to the end user. Let's take demand for example. Demand is simply defined as the quantity of goods or services needed at a particular time and agreeable price. Factors that affect demand for commodity varies. And it could be either price of the product, disposable income of the buyers, the skill of preference, that is, you know, is it just to taste? Is it just to just stock it? Is it um, as a need or as one entertainment and the likes? And then the number of buyers of the commodity. You must also consider price of close substitutes, for example, Take a tin of milk, uh, powder milk, granulated sugar, and cube sugar are very close substitutes to honey, if you understand what I'm trying to say. So those are also part of, And then one other thing is sometimes government policy or law can also affect demand for a particular commodity. Uh, let me give you a very good example of this here. If you were to look at MC, government policy, one way or the other, do drive the demand for MC. Anyway, let's leave it there as it is, but you have had it. <laughs> um, factors that, by law of demand, pushes the mechanism, and that could be the quantity of goods or services that is demanded, that is, either it decreases or increases, 
as the price of such goods or services also increase or decrease. In other words, the price and quantity demanded of a community are evenly related, you know, ceteris paribus. I'm sure you students of economics understand that those be. On the converse, supply, that means everything within the area of post gate, which is whether you are just taking it into store, taking it to the market, you are working within the local food chain or food system, you're still doing one form of supply or the other. So supply is the quantity of goods, the quantity of goods or service brought for sale at particular price and time. That is supply. And what are the factors that could affect supply of any particular product or harvest? The first could be the price of the commodity itself, that is the price post farm gates, the cost of production of the goods. If right from the farm the cost of production is high or low, it will endlessly affect the quantity that is also available to distribute supply of goods. Then, what about brother nature? Climatic condition. When, when the weather is, for example, just now that we have this ravaging flood all over the country, it's sure going to affect the, 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 the supply or available in quantity of uh, food items that is available to sell. Also, sometimes the price of byproducts. Take, for example, in the cassava industry. Because of the more rhythm prices of stock feed food and the aquaculture industry, culture industry, cassava peel price has continued to increase because it's an alternative. And that is the byproduct of actual finished products of cassava, carrizo, folklore, and the others. So if the price of the byproducts increases, well, it's sure going to supply, sorry, it affects the supply of the original products. Another thing to consider in terms of supply also is the price of substitute, like I mentioned there on the demand side. If, for example, all of a sudden the price of sugar drops drastically, it will definitely affect the supply of honey, because honey farmers will not be attractive to supply. They're only If the price of sugar crashes to like, for example, a 50 kilogram bag dropping to like 5,000, and you are selling your bottle of honey for like, say, 2,500 a liter, you know, a lot of people will just consider, 
how much we can take um, at this occasion. I really want to be sure that um, for those of you who are in the food sector listening right now um, will have learned a thing or two. Because, you see, whatever you are doing, whatever you are producing, whatever you are selling, you need to understand the two major factors that determine the marketability of your finished goods. If the demand is poor, then it tells you the market worth and value of what you're doing. If what you are able to supply to you is not of adequate quantity at a specific time, then it also tries to determine your capacity of making money in that particular market because everything we produce has market size value in itself. So as a farmer, it's so important that you understand if you should be producing needs, produce, or by status, wanted products like um, let me, let me take a very good example um, within the seafood industry. 
Some people will just prefer fish. Fish is fish, is seafood. You know, to them, need to meet their protein requirements. But when you look at lobsters, it's a one status symbol. It's a one. How I feel like um, two or three lobsters washed down with red rose wine. You go to a very specialized restaurant for that. You know, the question is, what is the number of people wanting to eat lobster at the moment? Is it a need or is it the rich man's? These are all the things that a very good farmer must put into consideration, especially when you are preparing your business plan. Now, I have to say something here quickly. People or farmers imagine, oh, yeah, I have a business plan. You've written a business plan five years ago. Fantastic. But what other plan must you write every season? Is your farm management business plan. You must sit down and write that. Abinitio of any production. It's very, very important. So you determine, are we increasing the supply of production of maize? Are we opening up new farm sites or farm space and all of these? Okay, if we do that, do we have requisite resources to match increase from 500 hectares to 700 hectares? Are we going to need more man labor? Even if we're going to need more man labor, how much are we going to pay extra? How do we justify that to the finished product? Considering the law of cumulative, there's so much of this that we need to consider. Well, anyway, next week we will be going further on the, the agro-marketing of produce, you know, quality, handling, grading, logistics, and, and all of these that are also integral parts of pricing mechanism. Please join us again same time next week. 11 o'clock Farmers Market Radio at FarmCat Zeno FM. I would like to say a very big thank you to all the radio crew. T.C. Golden, Jackson Ban, Julius Ademola, Apidakon, and our new crew, Lady Princess Itunolua Ajala, and Taiwo Adebola. A very good thank you to everybody. I'll be your talk show host, Dr. Wenton, on this occasion. Thank you very much. Yes, I appreciate you all. And most of all, a very big thank you to some of you who are listening, my brothers on the Zoom across the globe. I appreciate you. Yeah, I see all your hands up. Thank you, sir. I know you enjoyed it. I also appreciate you coming along. And please have a wonderful, blast weekend. For those of you who live in the Riverine area, please try and move up the 
uh, dry land, move up the hinterland. Take only the most important things with you. Please don't put your life at risk. To my producer in Scotland, Jim Devine, a very big thank you and all the best. See you on the flip side of things.